Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day you're listening to this on, and you had a great week. I'm recording pretty late today because I did a lot of stuff today and I took a lot of breaks. Um, it is Sunday, January 29th. It's 8.24. I should have been done with this, but oh yeah, me bañé. I meal prepped. I cleaned. I did my laundry. So everything is done except the podcast. And I usually like recording before I do all that stuff, but a veces me canso. I don't know. I just wasn't feeling the recording earlier. I wanted to have my lonche ready and everything so I could just relax after this also shout out to my cousins Matthew and Kelvin they're twins and they're turning 31 today um even though we are in our 30s yesterday we all got carded when we went out so it makes me feel good that we're still keeping young and it runs in the family I love my cousins so much I hope that we continue to be close like we are because sometimes I think about the future and I'm like, I hope that we always try to make an effort to stay close. And we do. We at least try to hang out like once a month or twice. I'm always at their house or they come and pick me up and we go to dinner. And I just love how we have such a close relationship. We celebrated yesterday. We went to Javier's. Um, hashtag not chilies. I keep using the hashtag. I'm never going to stop. And it makes me laugh every time. I had a pretty good week this week. I only worked four days. Had one day off extra. So I had a three-day weekend. And I had a lot of plans for my day off. But they didn't go so much as planned. So this week I was really in my feels and I'm like, ay, por qué no tan emocional? And then I looked at my calendar and I'm like, oh, my period's coming. But I was on my Jenny Rivera, like, feels. I kept playing her music and just thinking about her. And I was remembering when I used to watch their show, the reality TV show, The Riveras, and just laughing the whole time at how funny they were and how real and the things that Jenny would say. Anyways, I I was on my Jenny Rivera feels and I started listening to that song Paloma Negra. I'm sure most of you guys know like the story with the song and how she dedicated it to her daughter that she wasn't speaking to right before she passed away. And I was really like playing it over and over when I was I was actually driving to Angela's house. But tell me why I started crying when I was listening to it because I thought how did Jenny feel when she was singing that song to her daughter that she wasn't speaking to? And how did her daughter feel, Cheekies, when she heard that song? And then her mom passed away, like, right after that. And I don't know why I was putting myself in their shoes. Like, I just was so emotional. And then I thought, like, what if my dad dedicated the song to me? And I was just like, ugh. Estaba llorando como loca. And, um... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I was just sharing that I was in my Jenny Rivera feels and that life is short. And I know that if you've listened to my podcast before, you know, I don't have a relationship with my dad, but it comes in waves. Grief comes in waves. Even though you're grieving someone that is still alive, if you're going through something like that, I get you. You could be having the best day ever. And all of a sudden, like something, why am I crying? Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fueron unos Pocos episodes que no lloré, pero 
Anyway, so I'm on my period. Leave me alone. I'm a bad bitch, not a saddie. I just said last week, don't be a saddie, be a baddie. And here I am being a saddie. I'm not being a saddie. I just, um, I think crying helps me so much deal with my emotions, even though some people see it as a weakness, but we don't like those people. <laughs> crying is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that I have a heart, bitch. And then I got to Angela's house and she got in my car and she's like, whoa, someone's in their feels because when I turn on my car, like the music started blasting, like La Jenny Rivera started blasting. And I'm like, don't ask. On Tuesday or Wednesday, I can't even remember. My days just blurred <laughs> together. The days go by so fast. I feel like this month it just flew by and it literally, la renta is due already. So crazy to me. But I had a facial with my esthetician, Rose. And every time I go, I'm like, why don't I bring my microphone? We talk about so many things. She is literally like a therapist to me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most of us share our deepest, darkest secrets with our hair person, our nail person, <laughs> our eyebrow person, or our esthetician for our facials. But for me, it's my facial girly. Like, um, I don't know what it is about just being in like that intimate setting that just starts spilling the tea. Like, I was just spilling tea left and right. And she's like, oh my God, Melina, like, you're always so funny. And I'm like, you probably say this to all your clients. <laughs> just kidding. Rose, if you're listening to this, I'm totally kidding. The other day, someone posted the bubaloos. If you guys don't know what it is, is this chicle that they, well, they sold them in Tijuana. I don't know if they sold them here. I'm sure like now they have them, but they have like filling inside. And I remember when I used to go to Tijuana all the time to see my tia Eva and my madrina Lupe, we used to go, my cousins and I, we would get those bubaloos and we'd get those, I don't remember what they were, but unas paletas, they were like chalky. Gosh, I can't remember. Anyways, it just brought back so many memories of how it was so much fun going to Tijuana. I had an aunt who unfortunately passed away like maybe, I don't know, I don't know how many years ago, like six, seven years ago, she passed away, my tia Eva. She was the sweetest person ever. She's my dad's sister and she had a store, una tiendita, and I would love to go there like yo me hacía como si estaba trabajando like it was always a dream of mine to be a cashier girl and that was when dreams were made of so I would go help my tia and like I thought it was so cool that she had a store and we would hang out there hacíamos carne asadas and it's funny because the other day I was telling my mom that I have to really really have something trigger a memory in order for me to remember things from my childhood because I'll even have to confirm I don't know why I think it has to do with like traumas and stuff but no sé porque mi mamá se acuerda de todo she she went through a lot in her life so I think I just have a bad memory but this brought back so much so many memories and I just remember like wow simpler times like how happy were we me acuerdo que nos íbamos desde el viernes we stayed there sábado carne asada y nos veníamos el domingo and then my dad would take us to what's that tienda over there is a a grocery store. I don't know, but back then it was really hard to get like cookies del Mexico acá. Ahora ya está todo bien simple. There's all kinds of stuff. Or maybe my parents didn't know that there were stores that sold it. I don't even know. Or it was cheaper, whatever. But we'd go get. Ay, ¿cómo se llamaba la tienda? No me acuerdo. 
It was a grocery store. It was like orange, but we would go get galletas and I would be like taking every day. I like those arcoides ones, I think, because they bonbon and coconut on top. And I would take them to school for lunch. And I thought I was the coolest because I was smuggling cookies from Mexico to the United States and flexing on all my classmates. So my one wish is just to be a kid again so I could go to Tijuana and enjoy my family like we used to because I miss that. So I told you guys I only worked four days this week. I had Friday off. Um, I was supposed to go out of town, but plans changed and I stayed and I'm like, I'm going to keep the day off because, you know, why not? Life is short. And I thought I'm going to do a bunch of stuff for the podcast. My biggest priority right now was to open a business bank account. And I had been doing my research and I thought, hmm, let me go to Chase because I already have an account there. I don't use it like often, often. My main account is somewhere else. But they had like a bonus sign-on deal and I'm like, let me do this. So I didn't think that I would need an appointment because when I used to work in the bank back in my days, oh gosh, I'm getting old. That's when you know I'm getting old because back in my day, I'm gonna start using that all the time. When I used to work at the bank, we used to welcome any customers. I walked into my first chase on that Friday and I was like, hi, I want to open a business bank account. And they're like, do you have an appointment? And I'm like, no, I don't. They're like, okay, let's see if we can help you. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. We don't have any time today. We're booked. The branch was empty and I was just like, okay, let me go to another one. Go to another one and they're like, we don't have staff today to help you. It wasn't like the fact that they couldn't. It's how they said it. It was just like they didn't care. I don't know. I'm big on customer service and I've always, I I love when people are nice and I'm nice myself too when I go to work sometimes. Don't tell my coworkers if you're listening to this and you're a coworker, I'm nice, okay? <laughs> no, I'm nice and like I respect people and I make them feel welcome. And when I used to work at the bank, we used to want to, well, I work with the fraudulent bank too. So we used to always want to help every customer and every freaking sale mattered. But I was really like bummed out because it wasn't that they couldn't help me. It was just the way that they were treating me. I started getting in my head and I started thinking like, oh, they probably see this young girl. I young otra vez. Yo diciéndome que estoy young. But I started thinking, what if I would have worn a suit and I looked more presentable rather than just my ripped jeans and my t-shirt? Would they have helped me? Or if I was a man in a suit, would they have helped me or they would have rejected the same way? I don't know. This is, these are all scenarios in my head, but I was feeling like down because, you know, I had this goal. And sometimes, especially when I'm on my period, if something doesn't go my way, I start spiraling. <laughs> so I got mad and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go chill. I like to go to this cafe, work on some emails and get some stuff done. I went, I did it. But my original plan didn't go as planned. And when I'm on my period, for some reason, I start spiraling. (laughs) I don't know if this happens to you guys. Hormones are wild. Men could never. And I finished what I had to do. I got some good news on a couple projects. And I was like, okay, Melina, like, it's not that bad. You're doing good. Like, si no se pudo ahora por una razón, lucky girl syndrome, channel it. I went to get my eyebrows done and then I was hungry. I was actually not hungry. I was hangry because I was already having like an off day. And there's two places that make me happy when I'm feeling down. One is In-N-Out. You guys know that. 
but I had had it in out the day before. And the second one is Taco Bell. I love me some Taco Bell when I'm down. If I'm going through a breakup, I'm eating Taco Bell. If I'm sad, I'm eating Taco Bell. If I'm on my period, I eat Taco Bell. So I said, you know what? It's been a while. I'm going to go to Taco Bell. I dije, voy a un Crunchwrap Supreme, no tomato, una chalupa, and a Pepsi. And I go, and I'm like, all right, this day's going to get better. And I get my Taco Bell. And um, I park right outside of Taco Bell. I open it. My Taco Bell tastes like crap. It's cold. Like, they didn't even crunch the crunch wrap. And the chalupa estaba fría. And I was just, like, eating. And then I'm like, this sucks. I hate everything. I'm just going to go home. And as I'm eating it, then I drop it right on my white shirt. And I was like, yep, this is a sign that I should go home and curl into a ball and just cry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I, I literally ate. Me vine a mi casa, me acosté, me bañé. I laid on the couch for like from like 3 p.m. all the way to like 9 p.m. And it was wonderful. And I, that's my story of my off day. <laughs> Pretty pathetic, huh? Anyways, we all have bad days, so if you're having a bad day, it's not a bad life, it's just a bad day, and the next day I felt so much better, and every day since I felt so much better because um, periods suck. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about taking up space, and I read this quote that I really liked, and I wanted to share it with you guys. It is by Shonda Rhimes. Plenty of people will decide that you can't do something. Plenty of people will decide that this room is not for you to be in. Your only job is for you to decide that every room you are in is a room that you belong in and to remain there. I always think that's the most important thing, to feel like you belong in every room you're in. When I read that, I was like mind blown because there's been so many times where I have second guessed myself in life in when I was in college when I got my first job, when I've got different jobs, when I got them promoted, when I started this podcast. And it just got me to thinking of a lot of things happening right now on social media. When I started my podcast, one thing that really pushed me to do it was that I saw a lack of representation in Latina podcasters. And I was entering this world that I had no idea what I was doing because let's be real I still don't know what I'm doing (laughs) but I just knew that I had to do it something just kept like bugging me like why isn't there girls like me why don't girls like me get these big deals or get this recognition and I am so happy that I decided to do this because if it wasn't for me starting this, I would have never met any of you or connected with any of you and created this community that I'm very proud of. I am so proud of creating a community where girls are supporting other girls and we're having conversations that were so taboo in our culture and just connecting with like-minded people and that come from the same culture that have similar upbringings and that can relate and make you not feel alone and I after months of of recording this podcast 
I realize how much my voice matters. And to be honest, I didn't think that I would be here today. And I know that I always tell you guys, like, no, you guys have to be positive and you say this. I literally had no expectations for this podcast, but I'm so happy that I kept pushing myself and I did it and I'm here and I'm talking to you guys and you're listening to me and you continue to support me because it means a lot and we're taking up space. Latinas are taking up space and I love to see it. So recently, um, there's been a lot of talk about Latina creators not getting paid enough and not getting these huge deals that other creators are getting. And someone made a video and right now on TikTok, people are doing like Latina follow uh, train. And basically you like someone's post and then you go follow them. They follow you back. And I thought to myself, like, why hadn't we done this sooner? We are a huge community that could change things and we could change the For You page and we could try to push each other's content and comment and, you know, make us be seen. Because growing up, I never saw girls like me on TV, on magazines. It was very, very rare. And I love that things are changing now because if I ever have children then they're going to feel like, oh, hey, I'm included or there's someone that looks like me that's on this TV show or on this magazine or on this billboard. And that makes me so happy to see that happen and that I am part of changing that. And a lot of us are. And I love what's happening right now on social media. I feel like a lot of my insecurities as a teenager or as a child came from seeing not seeing representation of a Latina like me and I do remember growing up I don't know if you guys can relate to this but I would be like oh my god mom like turn your music down like I don't like that I'm so embarrassed to admit that actually like that I was kind of ashamed of my culture not ashamed but like embarrassed But the funny thing is that I really liked the music, but I was kind of embarrassed to admit that because I was trying so hard to be someone I wasn't. I was trying to be more American and I didn't think that it was cool to be both, which now I'm like, you out of your mind, girl. But I think that I this is me just self-diagnosing. I think that it had a lot to do with the fact that I wouldn't see people like me in places that I wanted to be at or in on tv or in movies like there wasn't enough people but now there is and i'm happy that there is so we have to continue to take up space and when i talk about taking up space yes i'm focusing on latinas taking space but just in general taking space as a human in this world because we deserve our space you deserve to take up space in any room you're in in any situation you're in and we can start doing this and practicing taking up more space by not being apologetic for things we like like don't say sorry or be ashamed about something that you're into for example if you're into corridos perrones de narcos that's on you and you shouldn't apologize you're an arca at heart it's okay stop believing that your ideas don't matter for example when i started my podcast i said Who's going to listen to me? I'm going to talk to myself all the time. Like, no one's going to listen. 
And I convinced myself that I shouldn't do it because why would someone want to listen to me? Sure, there might be other podcasters that have same topics, same ideas, but they're not me. And you have to remember that you are a unique individual. It doesn't matter what business idea you have. If you want to be a content creator, but oh my God, there's so many, but they're not you. Um, If you have like a business idea, I forgot who told me. Someone was like, oh, um, I want to do this, but oh, there's so much competition. I was like, just do it. You never know what you're bringing to the table. You can all do the same, like bake the same cake and it's not going to come out the same. So remember that you are a unique individual and you deserve to take that space in whatever idea that you have. When you decide to start taking up space, you push yourself out of your comfort zone because you're not used to taking up that space and you're pushing yourself out of somewhere that you're always familiar with. And sometimes the people that that are closest to you are not going to like that and you're going to lose some friends and you're going to lose family members. Trust me, I've gotten a taste of that when I started this podcast. I lost friends, people unfollowed me because I was probably annoying to them. And Honestly, that's not your problem. Don't let people stop you from taking up space just because they're uncomfortable. It's not a you problem, it's a their problem. Something that I have struggled with and I'm still learning and I've become a lot more confident than I was in the beginning and you guys could probably tell from my voice when I started this podcast and now. Um, I would always downplay my success with this podcast and I still do and I still like it's so funny because my friends will introduce me and like this is my influencer friend and I'm just like no I'm not stop or but now like jokingly like with my friends I'm like oh so influencer but at the same time it's kind of true and I need to work on just claiming that I I, I have this platform and I, I built it from nothing and be proud of that. Sometimes we think that if we come off confident, people aren't going to like us, but you have to take that space up because you built this. So don't care about what other people say. Take your space. Let's say you're at work and a meeting pops up and they're asking for ideas, but you think your idea doesn't matter. It does. Use your voice. Share that idea that you have. You never know what's going to happen. Your voice matters. Take up that space at your job. Take up that space in your family, in your friend group. Be that voice. Sometimes we think that our thoughts don't matter. There's been times where I have had ideas in my head, like when it comes to procedures or places I've worked at, that I just keep to myself. And I remember one time sharing one, which changed a lot of things in my company. And I thought that it was like not so great and when I brought it up and for me it was something so simple when I brought it up my supervisor was like oh my god that's an amazing idea and I'm like if I would have never said that nothing would have ever changed so remember that just because you think your idea is not important it is important take up that space we deserve for our voice to be heard for our experiences to be shared for our faces to be shown 
I am so proud to be part of this Taking Up Space movement and we will continue to do so. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I enjoyed recording it. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on Instagram and TikTok, Latina Podcast on Twitter. I know that YouTube's been a little behind um, my cl- my client, <laughs> my employee. My brother's been really busy. He's the one that has been helping me out upload the YouTube videos. We're going to get together soon. He's going to teach me how to do it because it was his idea to get on YouTube. He's really pressing me to get video episodes. But if you guys saw how I look like right now, it's a little scary. Um, my hair is like looking like a lioness, no makeup. And I told him, I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for video podcasting. Let me know what you guys think. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.